Hey, Nick, you know how we always start out the podcast with Welcome to the Hidden Note Podcast, my name is Joel, or whatever? Do we really need to do that, mm -hmm. or can we just start talking? I don't know, but I'm willing to try just to start talking. Okay, well, tell you what, let's just start talking this time, which is what we've already done. Okay. And then if people hate it, they can tweet us at, at hidden underscore node. Yes. Just send us the word, <laughs> just tweet us the word hate, and we'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, fine. Let's do that. All right. Well, hey, as we kind of like get started here, I think it's important to acknowledge what's going on in the world right now. Like, I don't want to make the whole podcast episode about this because... Definitely not. I mean, my guess is that people probably kind of want to break from that. But at the same time, like, man, this is affecting everybody. This is a big deal. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah. Are you down to like talk about it just a little bit before we kind of jump into some fun stuff? Yes, I am down to talk about it a little bit. And I think you are correct. We should acknowledge it, but not go into great depth. I mean, I am finding it difficult to tear my eyes away from the BBC yes. live feed, yeah. which I'm not convinced is healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I keep keep checking it. <laughs> same, same. Like I keep refreshing Twitter and looking at what's going on in the world. And yeah, it's hard to like, it's hard to tear myself away. Like I feel like I'm probably not like, like this week as I'm, you know, I'm working and stuff, working from home. I, I don't feel like I'm probably as effective as I normally am because mm. yeah, it's just difficult to, it's difficult to look away from what's going on. But uh, how are yeah. you doing though? Like how, how are you personally holding up? Like, how do you feel? Are you like, I don't know. Just tell me, just tell me, Nick. Yeah. I have worked from home for several years now. Yeah. So the, the, uh, world scenario of everybody now, well, it's becoming much more normal for people to be working from home. That is not a great change for me personally. Oh really? No, I, yeah, no. Cause I, I have worked from home for the last, I think, seven, eight years. Oh, that's a lot longer than I have. I've only worked from home for like the past two and a half, maybe three years. If I think my, I don't know, it's a little hazy, but yeah, I haven't worked from home for that long. But okay, what do you I mean think, though? I think that's right. Well, just just for me, like I, the, the the difference is that now I'm now that more people are working from home, and, and but the yeah, I'm not quite sure where I'm go, where where I'm going with this one, but just like it's me personally, my day routine hasn't changed that much same yet yeah i'm i'm in the same boat because I, like i said i've been working from home for a long time now and on top of that i mean we homeschool our kids and so right it's not like our lives are our life is completely turned upside down right now because our kids are home because schools are closed here i don't know what's going on over there in the uk but here in idaho schools are all closed uh so when did they close uh, I don't remember, to be honest. It's been weird. Okay. Like, I can't... It, the timelines are getting really fuzzy and weird, but I want to say... So, today is Sunday, uh, and I think they closed, like, on Wednesday, so, like, four or five days ago. Uh, okay. And, and Our schools will close tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. So, that's when things are going to really get weird for people with kids over there. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that's weird about us having this conversation right now is, like, when you listen to our last episode, we were just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's a thing, huh? You know, it, I, I don't know. I, I don't remember exactly what we said, but we, I think we were kind of lighthearted about it. And, I mean, today is, things look very different today. Mm. And by the time we even get this episode out, things could be even more different. And so, I don't know. I guess it's just kind of Absolutely. a disclaimer. It's kind of a disclaimer. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm hesitant to say I'm hesitant to say something that 
because this is being recorded, like I would, I'm hesitant to, I'm hesitant to say something that in the moment is what I, the way I feel, but then in a few weeks time looks incredibly, uh, tone, you know, tone deaf or yeah, like incredibly, incredibly inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, one thing uh, I have, and also, go ahead, go ahead. All you. Oh, no, my, my, my follow-up was just to say that I, I am fully aware of my own ignorance with mm. respect to this. I mean, I read the news, I read the BBC news page, and that's my source of all knowledge on top of my fundamental, like, GCSE high school biology. Right. I mean, that's where I, that's, you know, so me to form an opinion is is great, and it's, you know, lovely that Nick Turner has an opinion, <laughs> right. but it's totally meaningless right yeah i mean i yeah i i feel right now i know there's a lot of there's some i would say probably some distrust in like what's being said by governments and health institutions and stuff and i think me personally i'm i'm kind of choosing to just listen to them and kind of trust that they you know have our best interest in mind and i don't know it's 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 weird for sure one thing that i have noticed though that i think is pretty cool is I mean, like, as a world, like, humanity, like, we're all in this problem together. No one is immune to this, literally, yeah. you know? Um, I meant that figuratively, but it ended up being literal as well. Like, yep. I, I feel like people have kind of banded together on this. And, yeah, there's a few outliers. You know, there's some people that aren't playing along. But for the most part, I feel like people are recognizing that this is a universal thing that we all have to kind of lock arms with. Not literally. We need to not lock arms. We need to not touch each other. <laughs> But I don't know, like, I've just kind of, it, I just kind of have this sense of, uh, I, I don't know, peace in that, even though we're all going through something that I, I worry could become very, very bad, much worse than it is right now, that everybody's on the same page and everybody's willing to throw down and work together on this, which I think is pretty cool. Yes, I second that. The gestures of kindness that I have seen, not not only in the media, but even in the neighborhood where I live, you know people offering oh you know well we've got milk you know if you want to come around you know nice. we can use some of our milk and like like that that side of this is the part that i will try to focus on yeah i think that's i think that's cool yeah we've we've noticed like a lot of the neighbors are getting out and talking to each other from you know 12 feet away <laughs> they all like a healthy distance yeah everybody's yeah. doing that which is great that's one funny thing about it is like you know we can go see people it's fine we just have to stand 12 feet away or you know i guess it's six feet officially but i you know for me i'm just gonna double that just to be safe one thing that we did run into yesterday is we went out yeah. in front of the house and i was washing my car and my wife was like trimming the you know the bush that's like next to the door that's below her uh like her office window uh she okay. was she was trimming that, that, that up and our kids were riding their bikes around and other neighborhood kids all came around like multiple family units of kids all kind of came over as a group and we're like, Oh mm -hmm. no. And so we had to have that tough conversation with them. Like, Hey guys, we have to take this seriously. Like you guys have to stay away from each other. You can talk to each other. And so we ended up like saying like, okay, you stay on the sidewalk and all of our kids, like you stay behind this line on the driveway and you guys can talk yep. as much as you want. But it fell apart pretty fast because a couple of the kids in the group kind of took it as like a game. Like, oh, well, how close can we get to them? Like, you know, how close to breaking the rules can we come? And Before Mr. Crane shouts at them? Yeah, exactly. That kind of thing? Exactly. Oh. <laughs> and so it was, it was tough because, uh, you know, there's different, you know, the, all the parents in the neighborhood are handling this a little bit differently. And mm. uh, so one aspect of this is that my dad's a medical doctor. 
uh and yep. he he's not the kind of guy that freaks out about stuff you know like he's the kind of guy where like if you break your arm he's like that ah, deal with it we'll take you in tomorrow if, if it's really broken you know he's that kind of guy okay and he's telling me that this is serious and he's telling me that you need to isolate you need to stay home this is he said we we will all lose loved ones through this so that right that's pretty serious so well, thanks for yeah. letting me decompress about that a little bit, man. I, I really appreciate it. It means a lot. No problems. With that, do you want to move on and talk about some more fun stuff? Definitely. Yeah, Ross, what? This is not... Are you recording? Yeah. But then I'll chop this bit out. What's up? No, no, no. It's just at 7 o'clock, Edwin's meant to light a candle for the emperor. Okay. He's just going to bring you. Okay. I don't know why I can't bring you. No, that's good. Yeah. That's fine. That seems like a great idea. I've got to put it in the room then. Okay. Okay. Uh, make sure the blinds are way up, right? Okay. You can tell Joel. Uh, I think Joel has heard. No, uh, I, I didn't quite hear. <laughs> what, what? What's going on? So I think at seven o'clock, uh, British households are lighting a candle for the NHS. For the National Health Service. Yeah. Which is, of course, being hammered. Oh, okay, so... I know I just said like let's move on and not talk about this anymore, but actually, can you can you give me like a quick fill in on like what's going on with the NHS, like how what's happening? Well, I think, and I don't want to highlight my my ignorance further, but right. So the so the NHS you know is the UK National Health Service. It is a service that we all pay for in our taxes, right? And essentially, if you want to have a private healthcare, then you can. And there are private hospitals, uh, hospital chains in mm -hmm. the UK. For example, there's Nuffield Health. Uh -huh. But the NHS will give healthcare to all people in the UK. And there is no, there's no fees. And so I think they're getting, that they, they are being swamped. Just like all health healthcare services, of course. So is it um, is it kind of happening over there? Because I feel like here at least in Idaho, like the health service, like our, our healthcare systems are bracing for load, but they have not encountered it quite yet. We're not quite there. I don't think we are in, I don't think we are in complete catastrophe. Uh, no, you see, even this is kind of like dangerous territory. I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. The, that's, that's safe to say. Like, I don't know is perfectly safe. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just that there are, all there are reports coming through of nhs staff you know putting in extremely long like in fact so the, the article that maybe sums up why the nhs staff are feeling the pressure of all this was that so we have had a nationwide explosion of panic buying of yeah. things like bread eggs and milk same same and, here. yeah okay and we had and there was there was a, a clip of an nhs uh, nurse you know breaking down because she had been you know on a, like working for something like 26 hours trying to you know do her job but then when she left the hospital she's unable to buy anything like, the basics right. yeah and and so i i hope and i you know i feel that that did do a good job of highlighting why this panic buying and is is not really acceptable behavior right uh Right. Man, it's tricky, but, isn't it? The whole situation is just, it's its rough. Yeah. And I know that I said that, like, you know, there's a lot of people, like, locking arms on this, and I feel like this is kind of 
bringing disparate people groups together, you know, at the same time, there are definitely problems. Uh, there's, mm. you know, there's definitely stuff going on. There's people that are taking advantage of other people. Unfortunately, that's pretty much always going to happen. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's tricky, the whole thing. So, well, cool, definitely. man. Definitely. Thanks for filling me in. It's, it's good. Keep, keep me updated on how things are going over there. Like, I want to stay in, I want to stay in close communication over this. And I am so thankful that we have the internet to, uh, to keep yes. us connected through times like this. So, Nick, I don't know about you, but I have, well, I think actually I do know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Uh, that we've both been relying on uh, video conferencing and video calling, or maybe not even video, but, you know, just conferencing tools in general. Have you seen an uptick in your circles of, of people using tools like that? Is it becoming more the norm than it was before? Or like, what's the situation look like for you? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I have spent you know, with my, uh, yeah, from with my previous employment, periods of employment, uh, conference calls and sales calls were very regular. And I feel like that gave me the opportunity to develop a good, good uh, etiquette, a good conference call mm, etiquette. Yeah. And I certainly identified certain things that <clears throat> upset me. So then I eradicated them from my behavior on conference calls. Gotcha. But I, so actually, but the question that you asked was, have I seen an uptick? And I would say yes, but bearing in mind I'm not currently employed, I'm not I'm not seeing a drastic uptick in my work uh, required conference calls. Although to be honest, even if I was still employed at Ekahau, I think the 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 rate of conference calls would probably be the same because right. i was a remote home worker anyway yeah that the i would say that regarding work stuff um i mean uh, yeah. the fact that i'm home like let's say that you know um amount of conference calls or video conference calls from home per or per day that i'm working from home if that makes any sense has not changed at all i mean obviously i'm doing more of those because i'm not traveling right now i'm at home yes um so yeah, it's been about the same for it's been about the same for the work side. What about on like the the personal side, just with your you know you're just friends, family, things like that. Like, are you seeing more uh, might, more people using them? We might now highlight how few or how small my uh, <laughs> friend circle is, but I mean, I FaceTime audio and video with my parents semi-regularly okay anyway yeah so so no change there yeah. uh I, I but yeah i have seen an uptick like i had a i've had a couple of longer video conversations with friends who i might not have under under normal circumstances so yes but i imagine that the the explosion of you know this the requirement for people to now communicate through a conference call system is Way. quite new to lots of people. Joel, which tools are you mostly using? Okay, so let me see if I can break it down kind of mentally here. Um, Google Hangouts is kind of an old standby. Um, I feel like it has some... Ma- still, are you still using it? Uh, yeah, we actually, we used it. Really? Uh, yeah, we have like a small group thing from church and we used it this week because it's kind of universal. Like everybody has access to it. So yeah, there's okay. Google Hangouts. Um, does FaceTime do groups or is FaceTime just one to one? FaceTime video. Ooh, I think I think it does I think groups. That it does 
do groups, but it's a relatively new feature, and I have never used, never it, used it for group calling. Okay. And then after that, I feel like you kind of move into... I, I know there's Skype does video calls, but who uses Skype anymore? You yeah, know, ever since they turned it from a fantastic app into a yeah burning dumpster fire, floating dumpster fire, yeah, floating dumpster fire. Yeah, is even hey, better. no, a burning a burning dumpster fire is still a thing. That is a thing. Most <laughs> most but dumpster fires are burning. <laughs> and then, so then I feel like the next thing is you kind of move into professional tools, kind of like uh, you know Zoom, GoToMeeting, um, Cisco WebEx. Uh, what else? There's Blue Jeans. I know is out there. I have not heard good things about it um uh, okay i have comments about them oh do you okay well we'll tell I you do. what are, can you think of any other conference video conference tools that you would add to that list because i think it'd be kind of fun to walk through those really quick and just talk about what i like and what i don't like and i would like of course i'd like to hear what you have to say about them as well <laughs> definitely <laughs> i'm it's, like uh, i realize I, that i'm like i would love to speak <laughs> i would love to open my face hole about these things <laughs> oh wait maybe nick should have an t- opportunity to talk as well uh, uh, what i meant to say <laughs> What I meant to say is, Nick, I would love to get your thoughts on these tools. That's what I want. Please, Nick, tell me your opinion. <laughs> me oh, podcasting please. is such a stupid idea because I'm so bad at doing the talking thing. Why? Why am I? Why do I have a podcast? Why? Why would you select me as your co-host to a podcast? I'm awful at this. Anyway, Nick. What, did I miss anything in that list of tools? And and I would love to game that out with you and talk about those tools. I can't think of any other service that I personally have used at the moment, but let's let, no, take it away. Take it away. Go on. Go well, on. You, when, you lead. When's the last time you used Hangouts, Google Hangouts, or have you ever used Google uh, Hangouts? I have, and that was when speaking with guys from Ookla. Oh, okay. So, yeah. They used Hangouts. But uh-huh. can I jump in and tell you all the things that I don't like about Hangouts? I would love... That's exactly what I was going to ask you to do. Please tell me, Nick. It, I mean, the, 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 the lasting experience, the, the, the lasting memory I have of using Google Hangouts was just that I ran it in Chrome. I mean, that would make sense. Yep. It's a Google service. That's probably... And it just roasted the CPU. Did it. Okay. And I would assume that Chrome is where it's 100% intended to be used because of, you know, like Chromebooks and stuff. So I think you were running it in the correct environment. You weren't like stretching it to do something it wasn't designed to do. Um, And... Yes, go ahead. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, and we'll get, we'll get there, but, and I'm, so I'm not going to tell you what it was yet, but it was missing one feature which for me is critical for any conference system that allows screen sharing oh. so it it so I think google hangouts did not have the critical feature I, that i demand can i guess what it is i think i know what it is <laughs> you can guess although I, do you want to wait until we get to zoom um yeah okay let's wait because i actually because when you say let's wait until we talk about zoom i might be wrong about what that feature is so yeah let's wait okay so here's my problems with hangouts um first off i i I believe that it used to be pretty good as far as it's uh like the net code you know the efficiency of how it compressed video and audio and got it to the other end of the conversation uh i think it it seemed like it used to be better at like echo cancellation. So if somebody is like, you know, has it running on their laptop speakers that their laptop speaker doesn't pick up my voice and then repeat it back to me. Right. Yep. Um, I feel like it's fallen way behind 
these days. It's just not, it, it just doesn't compare with the other services that are available now. The audio quality is not as good. The video quality is not as good. The, the echo cancellation isn't as good. And I'm sorry, but those three things have to be as good as they possibly can. And I just don't think it's good enough anymore. Completely agree. The, I think you, and, and I think it's just that it hasn't progressed. It's yeah. not that yeah. it was a bad service Yeah. because I go to the Hangouts page and it, obviously hasn't been touched exactly for insert appropriate number of years yes. It, here yes it's not that it hasn't gotten any worse it hasn't changed it just hasn't gotten better whereas other services most certainly have gotten better right yeah yeah one thing i will just jump on and say about hangouts is that i do use hangouts for making international telephone calls yeah yeah i've done that and that works great really good that or or premium telephone numbers in the uk because i like the fact that in hangouts i can have a balance and when i make a call i can basically watch that balance going down yeah which enables me to judge whether this call is worth it whereas often what happens to me anyway in the uk is you know i need to call service provider y and i i quickly google them here's the number that i need to call i blindly plug that into my phone and then it's only when i get my phone bill at the end of the month that it turns out oh well that was a premium number and so we've charged you seven pounds for that call what is a premium number like i don't even this is this is a a concept that i am completely unfamiliar with i what is that we we have different we have we have things called premium numbers which depending on their opening and i don't know what they are so mm-hmm. for example in the uk 0800 0800 that's a free phone number right so no matter who the who no matter who's at the other end of that that telephone number will be free provided you're calling from a landline okay huh but but so there's there's all sorts of weird and wonderful rules around, you know, well, if you're with this carrier, then you can call these numbers. And I don't play the game. I'm not interested. So I now just don't call those numbers huh. if I can possibly help it unless I can use Hangouts because I have a balance that I can watch decrease. That is wild. I mean, so my understanding is that here in the US, we have like normal, normal, like local numbers, no, no charge. Yep. Then there's long distance, which if you're on a landline, that will be, that will probably be a charge. Although I haven't used a landline in literally years now. Not, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I just haven't used one. Phone, cell phones, I think they just, long distance is always free on cell phones. Um, and then okay. there's 1-800 numbers where when you call a 1-800 number, it, the charges are billed to the person that you are calling. So typically like a business, you know. Right. Uh, and then, of course, there's international calls, which I have racked up big, you know, like like one day UC called me from Finland. <laughs> we talked for like 45 right. minutes and I got like a like a $50 phone bill. I was like, oh, my goodness. Well, for receive. But that was for receiving the call? I can't remember, to be honest. I don't okay. remember. Okay. Yeah. Although, but, so like, typically, the, yeah, go ahead. But that exactly the thing, like, it's it's so mind-bogglingly complicated and unnecessarily yeah. so yeah. that it, like, why on earth would I pay for receiving a phone call? Like, yeah. What, what on earth? And, and I understand, you know, the cellular businesses, cellular companies need to make money, but like, one time. Like, Just charge like, me, charge oh, me what it costs. Date? Charge, yeah, char- or, or come up with come up with something that makes sense. That, that, stop making things so difficult. Yes, I what during a business trip to Asia at one point, by the 
like my, my we landed in Singapore by the time I reached the terminal like by the time I had walked off of the plane and entered the terminal building my phone had reached its 100 pound cap on data it's ridiculous I hadn't used my phone yeah like see and that's why I so I have I have T-Mobile or as I think you would say T-Mobile right or is that uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, you'd say T-Mobile. Yeah, T-Mobile. Do we? Are they still? A, are they still? A, are, oh, have they changed? I, I think they they may have changed their name in the UK. To oh, really? Else now? Oh, interesting. It is still. Yeah. Well, one thing Again. I like about them, and this is a huge yes. reason why I have them, is I pay a flat rate for three for three lines with unlimited data, unlimited text, unlimited voice, and when I travel to other countries outside of the US. Uh, they they throttle the data to 256k per second, which is fast enough. Okay. It's fast enough to do a WhatsApp call. I kid you not. I have right. done a WhatsApp call on it from. But why, but why are they punishing you? Well, for, for traveling. But, but here's the thing, though. Here's what I love about it. Yes, it's throttled, but it is unlimited data. It's completely unlimited, and I have neared countries. Uh, like like I neared Jordan once while I was on T-Mobile. And I immediately got a text message saying, warning, you just, you roam, but basically the, the, the message was something along the lines of, you just roam to a cell tower in a country that you don't have free data in, you might want to disable data right now. Like, I felt like their communication was really, really strong. Like, I understood immediately that things might get expensive if I keep using my phone. And I really appreciate that. And they didn't, and I didn't see any additional charges from that little event that happened. Uh, okay. And so then my phone roamed back over to an Israeli tower and it was fine. Like I, I, I think I shut off. I think I shut my, my cell phone off since I was right up close to the border. I was like, I just don't want to mess with this right now. I don't need my phone. And so I just turned the radio off. But that's one thing I appreciate about T-Mobile though, is they don't mess around. Like there's no, like, it's so simple. Like, yeah, use it anywhere in the world, 180 countries worldwide. It's just uh, 256 K. That's like the only thing you have to worry about. And you can, of course, it's not that expensive you, for like another few dollars a month or 10 bucks a month or something. You can get a plan that just gives you full everything wherever you go. It's not difficult. So let's talk about the next one on the list, which was, oh, what was it? I don't remember. <laughs> was it? So, well, so Google Hangouts. I think we've, we've said everything about Google Hangouts. Yeah. It, it, they, they, Google dropped, like lost interest in it, it would seem. Yep. And it hasn't progressed much in the past years which is so classic google like that's just that's what google does is like I, they take yes. a service that everyone just freaking loves and they just stop <laughs> like like they just get bored yeah. with it and move on um so i think the next one to talk about just referring back to my mental list that we made earlier that we didn't write anything yeah. down for was facetime um okay. so do you mind it as a, as a non Apple centric user for now? We all know that ultimately I'm going to be an Apple guy. It's not. It's it's just mm -hmm. it's close. It's really close. Um, the, here's the problem that I've run into with FaceTime. It's not universal. It's not something that I can't I can't text a group of friends or contact a group of friends and say, hey everybody, let's do a FaceTime because you have to have an Apple device to participate in a FaceTime call. Thoughts? Yeah uh well correct that is that is the that is the negative the positive is that i find facetime audio to be probably the best it's so audio good. quality it's so good we're using it right now by yeah. the way for for people that are listening that's how that i mean we, we've kind of gone through a lot of different things but lately it's we've just been defaulting to facetime haven't we 
FaceTime audio. Yeah, because yeah, because we both have Macs and we want to record with as little other applications running and trying to do funny things with our audio. All Macs and iPhones and iPads have FaceTime built in. Yep. And audio, I, I, in terms of, okay, yeah, in, in terms of audio services that allow voice communication, I think FaceTime audio provides the highest quality audio connection. It's very good. I, I find it to be very solid. I, I do every now and then as we're talking, I will hear it um, kind of shift down to a um, to more compression every now and then, mm-hmm. uh, but it usually bounces back in a couple of seconds. I, I never, ever, ever struggle to understand what you're saying ever with FaceTime. Yes. Now here's the one. Okay. So to the two downsides of FaceTime, like I, I mentioned earlier, is everybody has to have an Apple device. Uh, yep. It's a little, uh, it feels a, a little less natural for me since I don't have an iPhone to open up, you know, FaceTime. Is it the FaceTime app on Mac? I'm not even sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like it doesn't quite like, like if you don't have an iPhone, it, it feels a little bit weird to open it up and use it. No, it, it it's the same. I, I do have an iPhone and it's super weird to go to my laptop and, and oh. open up the FaceTime app to initiate a FaceTime audio call. Like the whole the whole experience of initiating this call with you is weird oh. on Mac OS. Okay, so it's not it, okay, so it's not that no. okay, that makes sense. Here's the other downside that I've run into. My wife has a couple of sisters that live in town and they they all usually get together and hang out and stuff, but they're obviously not right now. They went to do a FaceTime call with their iPads because they all have iPads, but one of them has an older iPad that does not support group calls. And so Right. She simply yeah, for the yeah. OS. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She simply could not join a group call and it wouldn't even give her like a graceful error message of why it would just fail to join the call. So that is unacceptable. I agree. You, Apple should Apple of all companies should understand the importance of making it abundantly clear to users who don't understand the technology that they're using that this feature you're attempting to use won't work and here's why yeah oh speaking of that i i thought of another positive like good thing about facetime uh yeah have you noticed that with like you know like grandparents you know like old like older people like people that aren't really like you know technology they didn't grow up with technology kind of thing uh, they all seem to use facetime and i think that's because of how easy it is to use other than the you know the aforementioned you know group video calling thing that we just talked about it seems to be the uh, yeah. most frictionless on an iPad or on an iPhone. Would you agree with that? Well, yeah, I would. I would. Provided you're in an entirely Apple ecosystem yeah. and everything's running the latest OS, yes. then I think I, I think it is good because out of the box, your iPad has a camera yep. and a mic yep. and a speaker, yep. and the system is very good at cancelling your its sound out of the mic feed. So. Yep. You know, it's always amazing that when, and this is just general uh, conference calling, but it's it's incredible when people do try to use some other uh, other uh, microphone or output, some speakers, you know, some audio, some desktop monitors in their room or whatever. Because if unless people understand what they're doing, as soon as you mess with the onboard microphone and keyboard, uh, onboard microphone and speaker set, right. You, you get feedback. Yep. And 
I think I would say it's that out of the box, your device. Excuse me. <laughs> Bless that you. Will. That was epic. I think we should leave that in there. That was good. That was just perfect. Uh, my apologies. Uh, out of the box. Yeah, you're, 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 you, there's no explanation required. Yeah. You, can, you can initiate a voice call. You can initiate a video call. I, I think probably those two things should be separated because this FaceTime audio is, is weird. Totally backwards. <laughs> yeah, that is totally backwards. Yeah, uh, so so back to the Hangouts thing. When we yes. were doing our, our small group from church the other night over Hangouts, there were a, a couple of people that were just doing, they, they probably just had like it running in Chrome on their MacBook or something like that. And those are the ones that we had the worst like echo problems from because Hangouts, I don't believe, is tuned to specific hardware. Whereas Apple, since they have control over all their hardware, they can dial it in and just really make it work and just double check that these problems aren't going to happen. That is my theory anyway. I don't know that for sure. I have a similar theory and I found my, this is going back a little while, but I found myself telling my father, and I don't know whether this is 100% true or not, but the way I was explaining it was, I I think FaceTime, a FaceTime video call is probably going to be better than any other solution if we're using Apple device to Apple device, because yeah. those that application and service has a better understanding of the hardware yep. that it's running on. And Apple can then take shortcuts, which a an app developer, which is going to write a, an app for multiple platforms, could never do. Yep. Yep. I think you're right. When you control both the software and the hardware, it, it's going to be better. Like, it's it's going to work well. So, so yeah, we've been using FaceTime uh, from, you know, my iPad. I even have an iPod Touch now. Um, and uh, oh, don't don't let me forget. We have to talk about the iPhone SE. Don't let me forget. We'll, we'll maybe we'll loop back around. Okay. There. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll just say don't let me forget, and then we'll forget, and then the listeners won't get yeah. satisfaction. But uh, but I've been using it. Like uh, my friend Steve and I, we played uh, we played Mario Kart with the kids on Nintendo Switch, and we find yeah. the Nintendo Switch way of communicating with each other over voice to be just awful. And so what did we do? We fired up a FaceTime call between our iPad Pros, and that was awesome. Nice. So we could see. We could see him and his kids, and his kids could see me and my kids, and we played Mario Kart for a couple hours. It was great. So, that's cool. So, moving on to, I are there? So, I, oh, I think. Hang on. Well, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't really touch on FaceTime group calls. Oh well, I've never done that. In, so well, enough. Have, well, have you? Uh, oh no, no, I haven't. Well, but I. So why am I why am I talking about it? Um, <laughs> I, I like the idea, yes. but I have no idea when I would initiate it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I, I think the other thing, I think the funny thing was, do you, you remember there was a series of Samsung adverts taking the, uh, mocking the release that included the group FaceTime? Why? Did, did you see any of those? It was no. like N-Genius. Okay. It was very funny, actually. The, uh, well, I found them funny, but... What one of them was the guy who was in the Apple store and the the guy the Apple guy was explaining to the customer you know and now uh, FaceTime can you can you can group chat with up to twenty four people and the guy's like why would I ever want to do that <laughs> I mean it's kind of <laughs> kind of got a point sort of but but I don't know man like no, up to twenty four people that is a pretty high that's a lot of people that's that's too many I, I and I. And I can't remember what it is, and I and I shouldn't really bash this feature because I've never tested it. But this is a an odd thing. Like, why why do I why do I think that a a, a Zoom call with ten people is 
totally reasonable, but a FaceTime call isn't. I, I think it might be because FaceTime has no calendar integration that I'm aware of. Like, yeah. There's no way to set up a meeting. So how, how would you ever have an ad hoc conversation oh. with... 20 people that's true and just another another thing for hangouts another point for hangouts is hangouts has awesome google calendar integration like it's like one click and boom it's added to an event in google calendar which is pretty awesome yeah you're right though and in and in fairness just i want to one actually one big shout out to oh well we'll get to zoom in a minute but just on calendar integration i am impressed with zoom because they you know google calendar is not locked to only interface with you can oh yeah you can plug a zoom event in there can't Mm. you yeah that's nice that that is really nice well cool do you think you think we can move on to uh the next one no let's talk about one more feature that we don't have anything to say about uh um oh let's talk about uh skype for a second uh it's it's terrible i don't have anything else to say about that do you no both (laughs) i mean no no Actually, can I'm I, not even going to dignify this. Can, can I tell a, a very quick... Actually, I'm, I'm going to ruin everything. Can I talk about Skype okay. for like 30 seconds? Back, oh, no. in, back in 2006, 2007, sometime around then, I bought a Windows Mobile PDA. I bought a Dell Axim X51V. Did you ever use Windows Mobile back in the day? No. It was terrible. It was so bad. Um, but one thing that I did with it is if the speaker was under the directional pad, which was under the screen. And so Skype was pretty new at the time and it had the ability to call out. So you could call out to normal phone numbers. And so I didn't have a cell phone in 2007. I, I, it would be a couple more years before I had a cell phone. This might actually be 2005, 2006. Now that I think about it, I have to look and see, like, I'd have to go back and really think about it, but I used to make Skype calls over Wi-Fi. This would have been 802.11b or 802.11g back then. Mm-hmm. And flip the PDA upside down so that the microphone, which was on the top of the PDA, was near my mouth. And the speaker was <laughs> under the directional pad, which is now next to my ear. And I would make phone calls like that. And it was it was a crazy way for me to make incredibly cheap phone calls as somebody without a cell phone. And so, anyway, Skype Sweet. Skype did have a cool use case back in the day. But, again, just like yeah. Google Hangouts, I, it just hasn't improved. It hasn't kept up like I wanted it to. Well, well I, no, I would say I would say the other way. I would say Skype has actually decreased somehow. Its, yeah. I don't know uh, how. Because I, I mean, the only thing I would say, you know, shout out to Skype was when I, I don't even, I don't remember how old I was, probably early 20s, but I do remember when I, was traveling in Canada, it was new and it was meaningful that I could jump on Wi-Fi and video call my parents back in the UK. And that service being available to me without a cost, and I wasn't worried about, you know, the amount of time I was spending on the call. I mean, that was incredible and meaningful. And that was something that Skype enabled. And so... I think I have no scorn for Skype the service in its initial yeah uh, you know start but I would I think it's ever since Microsoft got their hands on it and then suddenly there was Skype for business and I had yep. two apps running on my laptop at the same time but they weren't the same account or they were they yeah. were like half of one and you're like what is happening so bad it just <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Skype was very important. It just, 
it just didn't stay. Yeah. By the way, I I just have to acknowledge the awesome dishes crash that I heard on your end. That was awesome. <laughs> I think we should, let's definitely leave that in there into it was just I just want to acknowledge that it happened. That's all. Okay. So should <laughs> that's nothing to do with anything. I just couldn't help myself. So should we uh, should we talk about like a commercial solutions, businessy yes business solutions now? Uh, yeah, very quickly though. Let's just give a quick honorable mention to WhatsApp and Telegram because yeah. although they don't have video conferencing, yeah. they do have audio. And I have found them both. Uh, for once, I know the listeners are going to be shocked that I'm not going to hate on WhatsApp, <laughs> but I found the voice calling on WhatsApp to be very good. Uh, like I said, 256k per second. That's very slow. Mm-hmm. It worked beautifully. Yep. Like it worked awesomely. I have a major complaint about it though. <laughs> big Go surprise on. joel joel has a complaint about whatsapp uh, everyone everyone is like oh wow i didn't see that coming i can't do voice calls from my laptop or my ipad yeah i can only absolutely. do them from my phone and sorry yeah that's actually like believe it or not that's my least favorite place to do uh to do those so yeah yeah agreed agreed whereas uh, telegram telegram okay I can initiate calls from my iPad or my laptop or my phone, and it, it just works from any of those devices, which I think is fantastic. Yes. Do you think, do you notice a noticeable, do you, do you, are you aware of a noticeable difference in audio quality between WhatsApp and Telegram? I can't say I paid attention, to be honest. I, I don't okay. know. I, I would say probably not, uh, but, okay. you know, maybe if I went I, back and tried I it. I do. I don't know. Oh, really? Which... I th- I, I unfortunately wow. I think that WhatsApp is better than Telegram for audio call I'm, quality. I'm not surprised. I'm not really surprised because is is voice calls Telegram strong? Like I don't know. I I'm just not well, surprised the, to hear you say that. So well, okay, but here's the thing, and let's not let's not tangent, let's not spin off on this tangent for too long. Yeah, but I think. FaceTime audio, FaceTime video, iMessage is excellent, mm-hmm. but it's not universal, mm-hmm. and it also hasn't evolved. The, the iMessage hasn't evol- evolved at all in the last year, two years. That's true. I, I'm not sure. Sh- like, the Telegram messaging experience is excellent, mm-hmm. and it's completely cross-platform, and I think, to an extent, I'm enjoying using Telegram more than iMessage for messaging people. Yeah. But but I I am I am sad that Telegram does not have a fantastic audio calling and a fantastic video calling because it doesn't have video if calling. It did. <laughs> it sucks. It doesn't have video calling at all. Yeah. So you can't well, neither does WhatsApp. You can't you can't like, you know, neither does WhatsApp. Just to be just to be sure everybody understands that we're not saying that WhatsApp is better here. Well, actually we did Absolutely. in the audio quality thing. Le- we we acknowledge that what well I'm acknowledging that WhatsApp has in my opinion superior audio call quality to Telegram, but messaging experience hands down Telegram is my current favorite. And so then, uh, so so now what basically the result of this conversation is there is no one app that does everything better than everything else. No, <sighs> not at the moment. <laughs> I hate it, Nick. I hate it. <laughs> So, okay. are, are so, we done with that tangent? Thank you, 
I think so. Um, there was also a service called Viber. Viber. Did you ever use Viber? Oh, I yeah, I recognize the name. That's about it. Viber. Yeah, Viber was like a young uh, upstart kind of data calling app, but you could only call other people with Viber, of course. And I think it worked relatively well, but it it certainly didn't take off because mm, I'm not using it now. Yeah, yeah. If if you're not using it, then it was not successful. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Okay. okay, back back to, please, please take it away. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think the next one that we need to talk about is, um, I, before we get to Zoom, I think we need to talk about GoToMeeting. I think we okay. need to talk about okay. it. Have you, when is the okay. last time you used GoToMeeting for audio or video conferencing or webinar or whatever? Uh, Ekahau, early days of Ekahau. Early days of Ekahau, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, do you have any thoughts on it before I start? Before I start talking, do you have any thoughts on it? Do you it anything specific? Like you're gonna rip into it. How did you know? Like, I mean, I go to meeting. Go to meeting. I I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mind go to meeting so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they had this feature that I think is really really important. Okay, and. It existed on the Windows version of their app, but okay. not the Mac version of their app, and that Ooh. that was a uh, you know that was a that was the end of that was the end of it for me. Yeah, uh, I could no longer treat them with uh, you know any anything you know any kind of real respect. What? Okay, but please go on. What? Um, no, what it was... sounds like you have more to say. No, what was the, what was the feature? Oh, we can't. No, we're not ready to talk about that because we're going to talk about it when we get to Zoom. Because okay. that's the service that does have what I okay. want. Okay. All right. All right. I'll. I'll I, I will hold off. Okay. So here's my problems with. Okay. Well, here's what I like about GoToMeeting. Um, I feel like the user yep. interface is very clean. Uh, I like how yeah. it's all in one. Like if you're sharing your screen or something, it's all in one window. It doesn't have floaty windows everywhere. I like that. The annotation tools. You... I felt like were good. Yeah. Question. Comment. Uh, criticism. Interesting. Yeah. Question was when. Have you used GoToMeeting quite recently? No, it's been a couple okay. of years. A couple of years easily since okay. I've really okay. used it. Yeah, but here's my problem with GoToMeeting. Oh, you mm-hmm. have a fast internet connection. You are plugged into your network with an Ethernet cable. You're not using Wi-Fi. Like you're getting like a hundred gazillion megabits per second. Ping is your ping is like you know two milliseconds. Like it's the best network connection in the world. Audio quality is still awful. <laughs> like, and I don't mean like, no, no, I don't mean that. I mean, it, uh, 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 like that all the time for no okay. reason at all. It infuriated me and it just made me angry. I guess saying that it infuriated me and angry, angry, angry is redundant, but you know, for emphasis. I understood. I mean, the, the, this being the theme of the conversation about these conferencing systems is that audio quality and uh clarity so that i can understand what you're saying it's without so key. having to yeah it's so key yeah. like like if there's one thing that you have to get right you can mess up several things but you have to get audio quality perfect you you cannot mess that up yeah the the fact that this is a the fact that the service you're providing is a conference call it, it's in the name. Yeah. It, the the call part of this, the the speaking and listening part, must be flawless. Yes, it must be absolutely. And I understand that sometimes network conditions are less than ideal, and you you have to work with what you have. But go to meeting, 
even when it I'm, I'm I'm sorry, I'm a network engineer. Well, I'd say that's a bit of a stretch. I'm not really a network engineer. I'm <laughs> you are a network engineer, I don't know. whether you like it or not. I don't know. I'm a pseudo engineer. I, I like to say like, but <laughs> I, I I have an idea of what's going on under the hood, and when I know that the network is good and the application is failing, that is just unacceptable. It's just completely unacceptable. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go to meeting, but. You have to fix this, and I will not consider your product until you admit that you have a problem and you fix it. Yeah. I, I wish I understood more about how FaceTime Audio achieves this level of quality because yeah. I, I, wonder, I wonder if it is just a software and hardware uh, integration I don't know. I, you know what I think it, it is? Could, I think it it's could, engineering effort. I think it's engineering effort. That's what I think it is. Okay. I think that's what it comes down to. Okay. But yeah, be, because there's no, it's not, it's not like we're saying, I wish this service could do a better job of why, but no, it doesn't seem like anybody else can do it. Yeah. No, we're saying this, this service for me, the experience was not as good. And yet here's another service that nails that aspect of yeah. this conference calling oh yeah it's easy to make comparisons here and just single out which one is the best we're having no trouble doing that yeah okay should we move on to zoom talk about zoom a little bit now uh well isn't how about webex next oh yeah do you do you want to start with webex do you want to talk about that one first or didn't want to leave didn't want to save the best to last let's do no no no. i mean do you want to be the first to speak about oh, webex yeah no 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 no. i agree with the uh, order here let's definitely okay i, oh, okay, I agree okay yeah uh, yes, I will happily talk about WebEx. And I also have a fun fact for you about ooh, WebEx. Ooh, I can't wait. So, I don't like WebEx. <gasps> Neither <laughs> do I. Neither do I, just so we're clear. I I find their interface very confusing. Yes. The, the number one article about the number one peeve for WebEx is that their mute unmute video no video their icon of the button stays the same whether you are muted or unmuted <laughs> simply the color changes yeah and you can't which <laughs> which is which is amazing because i don't know whether i'm muted or not yes yeah yep and I think the number, like, other than voice quality, like, the next, like, most important thing that you have to get right in a in a conferencing service is the mute function. Has to be <laughs> extremely sharp. It has to be clear. It has to be obvious. It needs to be easily accessible. This is yet another thing that you cannot get wrong. The mute button needs to be available and obvious. And yes, I agree. I find... Earlier... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No. No, 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 no. Please. Are you sure? Okay, well... Yeah. If you insist. Uh, I I find WebEx's user interface to be very confusing. Uh, I get lost in it all the time. I can't figure out how to get things done in it. Uh, I, I feel like if it's confusing to somebody that uses video conferencing and web conferencing tools for many hours a day, every day, th then it's it's going to be useless for calling your, your grandma or something like that. Like it's never, ever going to get used for stuff like that ever. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that's necessarily a problem. I don't think Maybe WebEx so. I don't think WebEx is necessarily targeting like trying to get into that space, but the but I think the the first point is the one that matters is the fact that you are a tech enthusiast, you use conferencing, 
you use a variety of conferencing tools every day every and day. yet you come back to you come back to webex every time and it's like a new learning experience there's every nothing time. that i remember at all about their ui except that i never know whether i'm muted or not yep and yeah i i'm, I'm with you there uh, I, I think I have a good way to transition to talking about Zoom. So, But, but before I do okay, that, bef- I just want to let you... Yeah, I want to let you talk because oh, I think oh. you have something else to say. I do have something else to say. I do have something else to say. In fact, this say will it. also say transition it. us nicely oh, okay. into Zoom as well. Say it. Did you know that the guy who created Cisco WebEx also created Zoom? Interesting. So he did WebEx first and then he left Cisco... He- that's correct, and started Zoom. Huh. Okay. So that's one of pretty the YouTube. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I guess it kind of makes sense. But uh, so one of the YouTube channels that I watch is called Hyper Change. Yes. Which I, is yeah. Okay. Oops. Sorry, I bumped my mic. I was gonna type it down for <laughs> the show it? notes. Yeah, Hyper Change. Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah uh, but fill the audience in. Uh, fill the audience in. Uh, this is a. Uh, a channel run by a guy called Galileo Russell. He is a, a millennial inv- investor. Okay. Uh, and he has lots to say about Tesla, which is why I enjoy his videos. But right. he last week put out a video about Zoom and why their stock is now uh, increasing and he did this little expose about the story of the, the creator who started with Webex that was bought by Cisco. He stayed with Cisco for a few years and then was didn't feel like Webex was uh, solving the problem that he set out to fix. And then he started Zoom, which okay. Interesting. I think is a pretty good story. That's a pretty great story. Okay, so I, I think we should put a link to that specific video in the show notes. So if people want to go, I want to okay. go watch it. I want to go check it out. And I think this kind of dovetails nicely into what I wanted to say about Cisco WebEx versus Zoom is what I'm seeing right now. Um, what I'm seeing is a bunch of people that don't normally use Zoom, people that don't do video conferencing for work or anything like that. I'm seeing tons of those people using Zoom because they do, what is it, free 40 minutes or 45 minute calls for anyone? Like, yeah. that's just free. Uh, I wish that was an hour so bad. I feel like like they knew what they were doing when they made it 45 <laughs> minutes, you know? Uh, but I'm seeing yep. tons of people that would never, ever, ever in a million years end up seeing or ever using Cisco WebEx or using Zoom using Zoom. And so I think yep. Zoom has positioned themselves where, yes, it is a business-centric tool, but it is accessible to uh, to everyday people. And so that's what they're starting to use. And I think that that is very, very important for their success. Com- completely agree. I will – let's move into Zoom. I, there is – I have to just add that <laughs> WebEx does offer the feature that I think is very important. Okay. Uh, so pretty sure it does all right so but, um, the the feature webex has that feature okay noted du- yeah duly I, noted. I think so I, I i think it does anyway right so now let's move into let's move like the whole conversation has just been a build-up to to zoom well, zoom and <laughs> like why uh, we love zoom oh in fact so we definitely need to reach out to them for this episode yeah uh, <laughs> sponsorship. yeah yeah <laughs> So, okay, here's here's where Zoom kind of came from for me. When we both worked at, we both worked at Ekahau, we also worked with our friend Jerry at Ekahau. You know, Jerry. Yep. Everybody knows Jerry, right? Yeah, the Jerry guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And Jerry, Jerry, like, recognized how awful, uh, how awful. Go to meeting. Thank you. Yes, go to meeting was. I couldn't remember it. Uh, And he got us switched over to Zoom. And at first, I opposed. Like, I didn't think it was a good idea until I started using it. And holy cow, it works. The audio quality, I find to be very crisp. The video works fine, good enough. Video does not need to be perfectly smooth. I'm I am fine with video not being perfect, um, but audio needs to be perfect. Uh, it has all the things that I want, like screen sharing works, annotation on the screen works. You can annotate on other screens when people are using it. You can quickly switch between audio sources. The mute button is pretty easy to get to. It just it's yep. checking all the boxes for me. It just is working. So Nick, tell me what you think of Zoom. Zoom, I. I agree with you there. Zoom does have good audio, it seems, no matter what. No matter what. Uh, is that true? I guess it's it's good audio most of the time. Far more than I experience with other yeah. conferencing apps. Yeah. Of course, if you if the person on the other end doesn't really understand what they're doing, like you can still have this feedback and and all of those things. But yeah, generally speaking, audio quality very good. Well, okay. Video, I. Well, with that, sorry to interject, but I I think this is important. I think we need to recognize uh, Zoom's ability to carry video or sorry, to carry audio is very good. Yes. You can't, you can't help someone with a crappy microphone setup or an echo or something like that on their end, like an echoey room. I mean, you can't help that. And I think that is something we completely agree. We need to talk about that, but I want to, I want to let you finish your thought before we get into that. Was that a jibe there? Was that a way of, you know, just pointing out that how, you know. Because I think my my I think my audio is a little bit more echoey. No, no, I think <laughs> I think your audio is fine. I okay. it's, I don't know. It, yeah. Let, let let me let me resummarize. So in response to your comments on Zoom, I agree. Audio quality very good. Uh, audio experience very good. Uh, video quality and experience pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, not quite FaceTime. The, not quite FaceTime. No, but. But it it does not matter. No. I, the 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 overall experience with Zoom is very good. The mute button is obvious whether I'm muted or not. Yep. I I do have user interface complaints. Yes, about me too. Zoom. Me too. I I don't find it very intuitive, no. but I can work it out. Yep. Which is more than can be said for Webex. Agreed. The the other problem that I the other problem that they have is consistency. I kid you not with zoom on mac on on mac os desktop the leave meeting button is in the bottom right yeah on the iphone the leave meeting button is in the top right oh and on ipad the leave meeting button is in the top left Ooh, that's pretty bad yeah why that is yeah <laughs> I uh, yeah so I'm I am in a complete agreement with you on the user interface what I don't like about it is how it's got floaty windows everywhere how mm-hmm. like I use multiple desktops and it's very easy to lose a window somewhere like oh no the chat button or the chat uh feature is like in a window somewhere I have no idea where it is and I have to like look through all 10 you know desktop spaces to try to figure out where the heck it went so I that's why I resisted Zoom so much at first when Jerry, you know, Jerry, that guy that everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Uh that that's why I resisted it so much is because I didn't like the UI, but I find it to be immensely better than Cisco WebEx. 
but not as good as the UI and GoToMeeting. But, but remember, the most important thing, the thing you have to get right is audio quality. And sorry, Zoom wins. It just wins on this one. And then the the feature that I keep that keep that I have kept on referencing, yeah. but not revealed what it is. I want, Do you want to take a guess. Uh, okay, I'm going to take a guess. But I but the, at first I was so sure that I knew what it was. But the more okay. we've talked, the more I've gone like, oh, I don't think I know what it was. So I'm going to tell you what I initially thought it was. Uh, yep. Understanding that as we've gone on, I I, I have not been able to. I, it's it's not. I've gotten less sure, not more sure. Really? So yeah, I thought when you first brought it up. I remember I thought that Hangouts, if you shared your screen, it wouldn't show your mouse pointer. Like you got the screen, but you didn't get a mouse pointer. But like I said, I, I was so sure, and now I'm way not sure. I don't think that that's it. So now I'm genuinely curious. What What is the missing feature? The very important feature is not mouse cursor. Okay. It is the sharing rectangle. The sharing rectangle. Explain. Yeah. So many of the conferencing apps, and this is when I was a user of GoToMeeting, they were particularly guilty of this. They would allow me to share an application. Okay. So a specific application. So I could say, share my Ekahal application window or share my PowerPoint application window. Right. That's good. Yep. That's fine. But kind of awkward if I want to switch between two apps. Yeah. Yeah. Then option two is share desktop. Okay. And you can pick primary desktop, secondary desktop, yep. however many screens you've got, yep. pick a desktop. Yep. Fine. Great. Now, no matter what I have on that screen, the person on the other end is going to get to see that. Yep. Which is fine, except for if I'm at my office, if I'm in my office and my primary monitor is my large screen, I want to share that with someone but now if they don't have a large screen their end what they see is a very compressed uh picture they see my 27 inch picture on on their their 13 inch laptop yep right yep that's not a good experience for the attendee no and so what sharing rectangle enables is for me to draw a box on my large primary monitor Mm. and only that portion of my screen will now be shared with the conference attendees yes yep and this has this has a multitude of benefits because i can share a typical 13 inch laptop screen sized chunk of my primary desktop Mm -hmm. and i can then have other windows hidden to the attendees, I can see them. They're on my main screen. They're dotted around the the screen, but it. I feel that this delivers a better experience to those joining the call rather than me blindly sharing my, you know, hundred and twenty eight inch wide screen monitor. Because they, <laughs> we've all seen that, right? You oh, know, when yeah. someone has one of those gigantic screens and they share text. it with them. Yeah, they're like, see <laughs> right. this, like, see this button over here. I'm like. That's two pixels on my screen. That's like a little gray dot. Your mouse cursor is currently microscopic. Tall. Let me let me go get a magnifying glass really quick. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. I agree. That's a very important feature. My my way of getting around that is I always so my my setup here at home is my laptop, my 13 inch MacBook display, whether it's my personal MacBook Air or my work MacBook Pro. 
I love that they have the same size screen. It's very consistent. Uh, and then my external 24-inch monitor. I'm pretty minimal on my setup here. And my mm -hmm. solution is I always share from the laptop display. And then I use my primary display as my, you know, that's where I put my chats and all that stuff. So, but yeah, no, I, I, I totally see, I, I think I'm going to try that now because I've never done that. I think it's smart. Okay. I think, I think your solution and your, which is a workaround and it's totally yep. valid and I, I could do it. It's, this is, you know, quite deep down to the minutiae, like the minute little details that upset some people probably those tending towards ocd mm -hmm. but i i have my i currently have my setup so that my large screen is my main one that's the one that sits bang in front of me and to my right is my laptop screen and yeah sure i could and, and in fact when i was forced to do a presentation using go to meeting then that's what i would do i would right Ah, oh, yeah, that's fine. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll rework my office space for for this application because you <laughs> literally can't cope with. You have to literally well, physically I, move things no, around. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't move things around. But it's it's awkward. Like, why am I sat in the middle of my desk facing the big screen that I've set up as my main workspace? Because I have a large, I have a large monitor. I want to like. So then I have to turn through what thirty degrees and now start addressing my audience through the camera on the top of my laptop screen, which is this like dink, like in comparison with the twenty-seven inch screen next to me, this dinky little thirteen-inch screen, and yeah. I can't help but feel like I'm bending over backwards here at the whims of this software manufacturer that doesn't understand how important a sharing yeah. rectangle is. Yeah, I, I. It sucks when you have to, I, I will say like me looking at my laptop screen is not as natural as looking at my, my actual desktop display. And so, yeah, I'm, it's definitely a workaround for me to have to use my laptop display. So I think I'm going to try out the rectangle thing. Uh, I think I will try I, that. I like it. There, it's not, it's not flawless. You have to, there's something odd. Well, it used to happen where sometimes when you're clicking inside the sharing rectangle a couple of times you can you can the operating system would lose focus on which application you were interacting with and uh -huh. then you end up clicking on something and you've just clicked on the sharing rectangle and then uh, repositioned it that was quite annoying that but is pretty I, bad but you get but used to it i don't know whether i could yeah 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 and you as soon as you it. as soon as you identify that that's a thing that happens then you learn really quickly okay that's happened so now i just alt, i just command tab back to the application that i want to be interacting with and then everything's good so no matter which tool you're using, etiquette is really important. Like video conferencing or audio conferencing etiquette, I think is critical. And that's something that I, I really want to talk about. Do you want to talk yeah, about that? I'm quite, I'm quite passionate about video conference call, or in fact, just conference call etiquette yeah. as well. Video or not. And, yeah. I, and I hope we don't offend anyone here. And I, and I think it's, I think it's okay to say that when, especially with this new, you know, with with the current times where lots of people are being uh, being on conference calls for the for the first time, or they're being on lots of conference calls for the first time. Yeah, I think what's about to come is from many years of being on conference calls. But I hope I don't upset or offend anyone with how strongly I feel about 
these aspects of conference calls yeah if you are one of those people who do these things yeah i think i think at the end of the day nick and i we love you we love all of you very much no matter how much experience you have or don't have with conference calling and so let's just let's just try to give we're, we're just going to try to give some uh and we haven't reviewed these or anything like, i have no idea what nick's gonna say but you know we've we've done this a lot maybe we can help how about that does that is that better nick do you think perfect I, do you think anyone's yeah. gonna be offended uh they might be they might be okay <laughs> well, we'll try we'll try to not offend so yeah uh nick joe will try not to offend well, i'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> nick's gonna go no holds barred yeah, there, yeah that's nick's problem so um nick i i have one thing in particular that i think is really really important for conference and video conferencing calls do you mind is this going to be this is the this is this is the obvious one yeah i mean the big, i the big one like the uh, elephant the, the mammoth yeah. in the room yes i'm just gonna say it okay audio quality Ah, okay. Is that not the one you yeah. were expecting? That's not the one. No, because like I, I find that very important, but it's not it's not what cripples so many conference calls that I'm on. I but think I might know. Take it away. Okay, well, I think we should transition to yours next because I think it might actually be closely coupled. So, okay, audio quality. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I use a Yeti Blue microphone. That's what I'm using to record this podcast right now. And I have it mounted on a very cheap boom and I feed it. I also use it to output audio to my headphones as well. So I can hear myself and that obviously that mixes in the the sound from, you know, whatever meeting I'm in and people kind of tend to react to it. Very funny. Like when I turn on my camera, they're always like, Oh wow. DJ Joel over there, you know, but (laughs) the reason, yeah, the reason why I try, I use a high quality microphone is very, very specific. I, don't want to make everyone have to strain to understand what I'm saying. I want my audio to be crisp. I want it to be clear. I want there to be as little background noise as possible because I'm trying to be conscientious of the people on the other end and how much work they're having to do to decode what I'm trying to say. So can I, I think I don't disagree. I don't disagree with you on this one, Okay, but I think that audio quality is perhaps the wrong uh the wrong title for that okay how would you uh, how would you title point? it I, I i think it's i think it's audio clarity yes thank you you're you are correct i i i agree i i acquiesce because because i i put per, i personally if i'm on a conference call i probably won't use my yeti yeah because generally speaking i and i'm pretty sure i'm right in saying this that on these conference calls the the audio is you know some it, the the all the the bit rate is is low and so i i'm not con- i'm i'm not convinced that the audio quality from the mic is from from this mic is going to make that much of a difference to what people hear on that call that is a pre- so I, I think i I'm, partially agree i think i partially agree okay. i mean like earlier when you joined this facetime were you on your airpods yeah. at first i was on the airpods then when you switched to your yeti it made a pretty significant difference in audio quality or in sorry on facetime audio on facetime audio i don't know yeah. if that matters on zoom or not but i think you made a very important clarify a very a very important differentiation between audio quality and clarity how understandable are you i can understand you just as clear when you're using your airpods versus when you're using your yeti blue microphone i don't have to work any harder to understand what you are saying when you are using your airpods does that kind of match up with what you were thinking 
Absolutely. Okay. And the reason that I and and the big reason why I I think that it's audio clarity that's important is there's a there's an inconvenience factor for me when I use the Yeti. Yes, you're tied to your desk. You can't move around. You have to speak very specifically into this thing. Yeah, that's right. And so I and and you you tell me. I mean, I most of the time on my conference calls because I if I'm especially if I'm on a video call. I'm probably going to wear my over-the-head, over-the-ear Bose headphones because I find it distracting when other people are wearing AirPods because they look like toothbrushes oh, interesting. coming out of your ears. Oh, that's a very funny observation. I hadn't thought of that before, but now I'm going to imagine toothbrushes. Yeah, it's it's like a an electric toothbrush head that yeah. for some reason they've popped in their ear. Yeah. I, I, oh, that's I mean, funny. It... <laughs> well, so... So I I don't like it when I get distracted by other people wearing yeah them. I get that that's my problem yeah I, but that's that's my problem I not not anyone else's I think that's fair but ultimately though um I think that if, if you use some kind of audio source that you there's a lot of echo it's fuzzy you sound very distant it's too quiet the the the, the audio quality is just not good I think that there's two things that happen. Um, first off is I think that the, well, first off, it's just rude. I think it's, and I'm just going to say it like, it's just rude. It's just inconsiderate of other people. And because now they're, they're having to work so much harder to understand what you're trying to say. Uh, the other thing I think that happens, the fallout from that is that the, the cognitive load that it puts on other people to, to understand what you're saying makes them less effective. It leaves less overhead for problem solving for staying in tune with the conversation, all that stuff. And so because of that, I think that choosing that be just being intentional about picking a good audio source on your end, I think is crucial. Yes. If I can just just say the the point I was hope, I was trying to, to trying to push there was that the it, it, yeah, it must it must be clear. Yes. So if if my AirPods provide good audio to the people on the other end, then that's acceptable. Yes. If my Bose over-the-ear headphones are providing good enough quality that the people on the other end can hear me well, great. If, however, you're using a Windows laptop and the microphone is a little black, you know, bit plastic with a little hole in it, and that's where the microphone lives, and that, and that, hole is being blocked up with some gunk or it's got blue tack stuffed in there or you've your yeah. cat is sat on the laptop whilst you're <laughs> yeah. on the audio call and yep. and i can hear it like walking around and then when you try and speak you're super muffled it is outright rude yes. to the people on the call yep i agree so tell you what i'd like to do now nick let's just categorize good versus bad and and very quickly why it's good or why it's bad so um, I think we should start with some good examples, good audio sources. Um, let's just start with the, the Yeti Blue just for fun. Mm-hmm. Good or bad? Well, it's good mm-hmm. with the caveat mm-hmm. that you're using an, a headphone with it. Yes. Oh, that's very important. You you cannot. Okay. You you abs- So this is another aspect. We've only been talking about microphones so far. What we haven't talked about is how do you hear the people on the other end of the call? I think mm. that any system, unless you're in a conference room and you're using a conference room phone, I think that's the one exception, but any system 
where the audio is broadcast out loud in the room, like your laptop speakers or external speakers, I think is unacceptable. That is does not well, work well. Really? Yeah. I I would say that I I okay. I haven't tested this specifically with say Zoom and my onboard Apple laptop yeah microphone and speakers but if i was to hazard a guess i would say that of any system that broadcast the sound out loud i would have thought that the that the laptop built-in system would probably pass it yeah it probably does pass it's probably okay but here's here's what worries me is it there's just mm. too big of a chance that it won't work and that the person on the other end will get an echo i've been on so many calls so many where there's one, two, or maybe even three people on the call that I'm hearing my own voice when I talk. And I don't know about you, yep. but that just wreaks absolute havoc on me no, when I'm trying that, to talk. That is even, that is one step above rude. Yeah. With on the scale. But, and when I have to be, when I have to listen to my own voice when I'm speaking and everything I say, I hear back at me. I, it's so infuriating it in, and distracting. It incapacitates me. Uh, yeah. So, so, and the problem is, is that you, you won't, you don't know if you're doing it to other people. There's no way to tell. Yep. And so somebody has to say, Hey, there's an echo. Can somebody mute? Everybody mute. Everybody I need you to mute. That's always what happens. <laughs> and so here, here's my, here's, here's my feeling on this subject. Don't just don't, uh, unless you're calling someone from your iPad with FaceTime, which we know that works. It's known to work well. Do not play audio out loud. Unless you're calling someone on a FaceTime with your iPad, unless you're on like a good polycom, you know, voice uh, or like a good polycom phone, yeah. like conference room phone, which is they're very specifically designed to avoid this problem. Put on some headphones. Just put on some headphones. There's no chance of this being a problem. Even if you still use the internal speaker on your MacBook, which actually is a pretty good speaker. It actually works pretty well. Hang on. Do you mean speaker or mic? Did I say uh i meant mic i meant microphone yeah, yeah unless you're yeah. using unless you're using the microphone on your mac uh no i'm I, I, yeah, confused now yes you, you know what i'm saying no 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 you're right you're, we're saying we're saying use a you use an all use a headset or uh like earphones or headphones that prevent that that eliminate any any possibility yep. that solved. the microphone that you're using on this call could possibly pick up someone's voice yep they could be speaking and yeah. yeah, they could be $13 Panasonic earbuds from Amazon. Like cheap is fine. Just don't just don't play the audio out loud in the same space that the microphone is in. Don't do that. Put on the headphones, problem solved. Yep. Okay. Agreed. So um so I think we've we've beat that to death. Um Yeti, I'm gonna say excellent audio quality, but it limits your ability to move around. It does look a little bit hokey. People always react to it really weird when I turn on my, my camera, and so I, I think I try to avoid that. Um, yeah. I, I think we've also covered, uh, but you know, you yeah. know what? No, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there, Joel. I'm, oh, okay. I'm going right. to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go there and say it. I, and I think we should test, uh, I say we, I think you should test this. Uh, I, I wonder whether you're using your nano on conference calls matters. Uh, I don't know. If, if, if that audio is being recorded, and it's not being recorded locally. I, I propose that the benefit that the, the the benefit is is limited, because and and we can test this in Zoom at some point. But I'm pretty sure that the the bit rate that drop that the audio experiences nullifies much of the 
impact of a high quality mic. But maybe we should maybe we should test this. Yeah, maybe in, at some point in some kind of con- yeah in controlled environment, and then we can uh, then we can report back on whether well, on what we found and whether this because uh, because I think the inconvenience of having this rig in front of my face on a call means a lot. It, yeah, it's yeah. big and and it's distracting, and in a way. Not not that I am offended by, you know, your video with a microphone in front of it. By the way, that's not what we have. We we, we choose to record this podcast with audio only yep. because it removes the possibility of uh, my hand waving and gestures communicating something that would then be lost on the recording. Right. But, Good clarification. But I think that maybe when you're, yeah, maybe, in, in a weird way, it... It's not. It, it might be distracting. Okay. Yeah. It detracting. That's that's much better than distracting. Yeah. For this. Okay. Well, I I think we've waffled on about this one for a while. By the way, okay. you taught me that that term waffle, but I I partially <laughs> agree. I think you may be onto something there because people do react weirdly to it. That it, and I I kind of get okay. tired of people's reactions to my microphone. Uh, yep. Although moving from the original Yeti blue to the yeti blue nano might help because the sure. yeti blue nano is a lot smaller but still people kind of like oh wow, look at the dj over here you know i get that a lot i don't like that yeah so oh, um, yeah, but then i got that i got that even with the over the ear cans yeah both that i wear yeah so yeah it's gonna happen so okay well moving on from that though um i think we talked about Mammoth. using the internal uh microphone on your computer coupled with a pair of headphones i think that can be acceptable uh, if you're using a mac you're Almost guaranteed decent audio quality. It might be a bit echoey because of the room or something like that. There's probably not a lot you can do about that. Uh, it's probably yeah. okay. As long as you don't have, like, you know, bo- dogs barking and stuff. Like, you're, you're probably going to be okay, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I think next brings us to AirPods. Uh, yeah. Now, we talked think... about the, the toothbrushes if you have video on a little bit. But, man, when I talk to you on the phone with AirPods, they sound good. They sound so good. I, I, I find the, the receiving audio clarity to be just superb with them. And it makes me want to buy a pair of, of AirPods for this stuff. Great. I bizarrely have to go down a mini, mini miniature rabbit hole and, it, oh. and say that <laughs> this is, the... is going to be the longest the, episode no, ever. I have to say with the AirPods that the microphone is much better on the first and second generation airpods than the airpod pros that's so backwards to me it's really odd but the yeah in terms of joining a conference call airpods appear to deliver very good results the the audio quality for listening is is very good the convenience factor is extremely high because i don't get my, my ears aren't getting hot and sweaty if I'm on a call for, you know, three, four hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can walk I, I can walk around. I can leave the office that I'm in right now. I, could, I can go and start a cup of tea, uh, which we'll talk about in just a moment. But yeah, the microphone quality is very high. However, here's the downside. Mm-hmm. The, if you are using AirPods on a... On, on a on a on a voice call or a conference call and the microphone is engaged, I found their battery life to be not very good. Yeah, I've heard that as well. That the battery life just kind of suffers. Yes. Can can I can I just talk about me again just for a second? Oh, I guess. 
because this is relevant to right now. If, however, you find yourself in that situation where you are using an external microphone, the AirPods battery works very well. So you're when I'm doing with with the, what what I'm doing with them right now. So you're using the Yeti Nano to record, but you're getting audio yep. from me in your AirPods, and the battery life is fine. Yes. Yeah. So. I think we've we we've spent a lot of time on this audio clarity thing. There's a couple mm. very quick points that I want to make before we wrap this one up because I think we need to. We've been talking about this for a long time. We we do need to wrap, but there is there is an elephant in the room that we've got to address in terms of etiquette. Uh, okay. I think there's a couple. Let me let me take make okay. one last point on the audio clarity issue. Yeah. I have yep. a major issue with when people use a phone bridge to call into a meeting. I can't yep. stand it uh because my experience with like plain old telephone systems is that they're the, the audio quality i'm not talking about clarity the audio quality i find to be way way worse than what zoom can do over the internet way worse than what than what uh facetime audio can do and even worse than what telegram audio calls can do and so i yep. feel like if you pick up your cell phone or your or a, a desk phone even and you call into a meeting instead of just doing it through the computer audio i feel like it just immediately limits your audio clarity and and i i very much struggle to understand people i i remember there's some there was some i don't know there's some measurement somebody did or basically plain old telephones only transmit a small subset of the human voice range. Like you lose a ton of voice range over plain old telephone systems. I, I say it's 2020. This stuff should work. Yeah. Use it. Like stop calling Agreed. in. Now the one the one time I would say that that doesn't quite work is if you're in a conference room with a whole bunch of people and you know you've got a nice polycom system there. I get it. You need to dial in so that everybody can hear that I, I get that. That 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 is okay in my opinion, but beyond but that, even then, even, no, even then like there's, um, what was that? What was that thing that we played with, uh, at Eckerhau? The, um, the owl meet me. Yeah. The right. Owl. The, meeting yeah, the owl. meeting owl. That yeah, was, that was pretty that good. Was, but then that was exactly it though. That was a, that was a USB attached speaker, a conference speaker phone. So you were still yeah. using data. Yes. And it had, so because by dialing into a conference call, your, sh your, you're dramatically limiting the audio clarity and quality. Yeah. Yeah. And I still hear people say, like, I've asked a few people, like, why why are you still dialing in for everything? And they say, well, my internet's not good enough. Like, what? It's 2020. Like, now, if you're using GoToMeeting, yeah, I understand that. GoToMeeting just sucks. <laughs> like, you just can't handle anything. But, man, I I, I do hours. I, I did eight hours of, of, uh, of stuff on Zoom on Wi-Fi with a really awful DSL. My, my DSL here is awful. It's terrible. I have no problems. Okay. It just works. I say, I, I do not know. Like, even when I'm on T-Mobile, I'm like at the airport, I will still, uh, I'll still use, like I'll pick up my phone and I'll use, you know, not going through the actual plain old telephone system. I will use the app to pipe my audio in and it works fine. I don't understand why people are having trouble with this. I just don't get it. So anyway, I'll get mm -hmm. off my soapbox now. I've offended everyone. I know. I'm sorry. Can I offend some people? Yes, because I already did. So go for it at this point. If, if anyone's still with us, if they're still listening, like, yeah, yeah they're, they're probably not going to be offended if they've already, you know, gotten this far in. So it's it's I think this is the the biggest 
thing that maybe you need if people need to go on a training course before you join yep. any conference call or just just a friendly reminder I it's wait it's to hear it so it simple and so so easy to do yes but tell it, me if you're not talking mute out yes nick i love you man you're the best because <laughs> yes mute yourself if you're not talking push the mute button this is not difficult it's so simple <laughs> why and and there is there is a there are scenarios where i don't mute out yep because generally i i i'm working from home i'm in a very quiet environment yep. the 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 most the, the probably the the loudest thing that could happen in my environment that's beyond my control is the doorbell ringing right which is a is a one-off solo event and it and right. it's a, it's obvious to everybody on the call what that was right uh and I, and i i live with a cat and my my cat doesn't isn't very vocal he he doesn't talk much uh and he and he doesn't jump on the desk and like you know meow at me. So so long story short, I li- I am operating in a very quiet environment. Hey honey, when and... did this letter come? When did this show That's... up? Hmm. <laughs> huh? Let's... You haven't muted out. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's awful, isn't it? So I just, just had I happen so just... to have an envelope sitting on the desk here, and I just started ripping it open. <laughs> Oh, so I see. Terrible. That was intentional. It was. I, it was actually I, intentional. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Did you did you so, not think it was? Did you? Oh wow! No, I didn't. I didn't get it. I thought. <laughs> oh wow! As, ladies and gentlemen, oh, as you can see, Nick and I are really on, in sync on this podcast. We're did, like, did, we're, I'm not very. I'm not very. Not very. Uh, I like. No, here. I picked up this envelope and started ripping it open and like. That's the kind of crap that people do. And how do you not understand what you're putting? 30 okay here's the crazy thing man like at work i have literally been on conference calls with three or four hundred people on the conference call and first off okay the person that set up the call did not set up the permissions in such a way that people can't unmute themselves like seriously you can set this stuff up so that everyone is auto magically muted and they can't unmute without your permission you can do this so people that are setting Mm -hmm. up conference calls you need to know that you can do this stuff it's in there. You need to go dig around. You need to contact support if you have to, but your conferencing tool does support this. Second, if you're on a call with 400 other people, think about the monetary effect of you not muting your microphone. If you, I, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in. I, this is this is applicable to a call with three or more. Yes, yes. Think about how much money it costs your company. If you cause a disruption that throws off the conversation, if you have a few, even like you have a few engineers on the call and somebody disrupts the call for 10 seconds, it's going to take a good 60 seconds to even get back on topic after that, because everybody's been thrown off. Think about that. Just, just really seriously think about how you're using your tools and what you need to do to make sure that that conversation is as clear and as easy and efficient as possible. There, I said it. Yep. And uh, as an extension of this, if you're not talking mute out, yep, there are a few activities which are not acceptable in my view when on any kind of call, really. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But conference calls, especially so. Are you ready? I'm ready. I don't want to see or hear you eat 
Yes. <laughs> Classic. I I don't care. <laughs> I don't care whether it's midnight for you and you've been working for 12 hours straight and you haven't had the opportunity to eat. You yep. need to eat and you need to be on this call. That's no problem. No problem. You out. Yep. But do not show me you shoveling food into your mush cave. I don't want to see it. Yeah. I <laughs> I actually, on Friday on a call, I actually did eat a sandwich with my video on and I felt so sub- self-conscious that I actually put the sandwich down and I just didn't eat it. I took like one bite and I was like, I can't do this. But I didn't want to turn off my video because, you know, there's a certain amount of engagement that you get with people when the video's on. You can see each other and, and all that. Uh, in fact, that's... yeah. Yeah, go on. I was just go gonna on. say, well, when Jerry and I, when Jerry and I worked at the same company, we would, you know, Jerry, that guy that everybody knows, you guys all know oh, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we, we would sometimes we would do um, a Zoom call where we would just do a video chat, but between us with Zoom, and we would just work quietly on our own stuff because we both work from home, and it was like, you know, it was like an hour of working in the office together, and every now and then one of us would pipe up and say. Hey, have you, did you see that email come across from that person? What did you think of that? And, you know, like we would, we would talk about things and then we would just like stop talking and go back to work. And so I know that's stupid, but we totally did that. I bet that's, that's an interesting thing. I bet that that's a a productivity booster. Yeah, it, it probably is. We don't have time to talk about that bit right now. No, we don't. We don't have time for any of this. We've, this is, we're, we're pushing an hour and a half at least. We're we're in overtime now. Yeah. We need to wrap pretty soon. I'm going to stress it one more time. There's plenty of things you can get away with when you're on a conference call. If you need to go and boil the kettle and put the put the put the kettle on, uh, that's fine. You need to make a cup of tea, absolutely no problem. Uh, you, you know, you need to you need to visit the bathroom. That that to me personally, that that's also fine. But you need to do that muted. Yep, just like, mute. I no big deal. Just just mute. Just mute. It's very simple. Yeah. I mean. You can still engage. You can still not engage. You can still be part of the call because you can listen mm-hmm. during those activities. Yep. But just mute. I, but don't don't force everyone else on the call who, if they're doing things, in my opinion, right, they've got headphones on. You're pumping your audio into their ears. I. I don't want to hear your whistling kettle. I don't <laughs> want to hear you pouring water into a mug. That that sounds like you're you know urinating during the call. Like I was wondering if you were gonna go there. I wasn't sure. I was like, don't. is he gonna say it? Is he? Gonna... Oh, he's totally saying it. Oh man! Wow. Don't don't do the dishes while you're on a conference call. If you're unmuted, if you're muted, do what you like. You can have a shower on this call for all I care, <laughs> but I don't want to hear oh, or see that. it. Oh man. Well, Nick. I had a ton of fun uh, t- complaining to you about things that people do on conference calls. Uh, and I had a ton of fun listening to your rants. Uh, and I know I've done this on several episodes now, but I would just like to once again point out that we talked about none of the things that we planned to talk about. This was like two line items in our list of things to talk about. And we spent an hour and a half on this. I think that's pretty hilarious. But I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. but we'll just, we'll just, I think it's relevant. I do. Considering too. that we are now facing a, a very large uh, wave of people using conferencing tools as their primary. Yes. Uh, 
communication medium. Yes. So at the end of the day, like I know that Nick and I like spent a lot of time complaining. You're used to that. You know, this is, that's basically like the point of this podcast is that Nick and I can call up each other and complain about stuff. I hope this helps you though. I hope that like, as you're engaging in conference calls with people, as you're communicating with people at a distance, I hope this helps. So I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to spin it in a positive way at the end here, Nick. Mm. No, you're doing a really good job of that. Can you, can you, can you, can you, can you, can you add one final bit of spin on the back mm. of that? Cause I, I was really, it, oh. it was, it was so good. Uh, Wait, what was, I, what, what did you want me to say? I don't know. You were just putting positive spin on, on, on the way that we were, that, that we kind of painted a conference calling in a negative light or people's behavior on conference calls on a negative light. But I think the, 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 it, it was really positive what you were saying. Well, yeah, I, like I just it. think that if everybody approaches this intentionally, if we, we if we say we want to help other people understand what we're trying to say, we want to make it comfortable for them, uh, we want to communicate effectively and continue working and living and having relationships in an effective way, even in a, in a weird time at a distance, I think if we all focus on that, soon it'll just become second nature and and everyone will get really good at this. And if this is the new norm for a while, I think we can do it really, really effectively. That was that was beautiful, man. This was great. Thanks for uh, thanks for gaming out some stuff with me here, talking about some some difficult stuff at the beginning. I, I really appreciate it, man. And uh, I'm really looking forward to jumping back on the phone so we can talk about more stuff. Thank you. Take care, man. Really good to speak with you. You as well. Bye now. <laughs>